Yellow. <laughs> Welcome Long back. Long time no listen. It's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a minute. But you know what? Sometimes, I don't know about you guys, but the whole entire month of March was just like my head's still spinning from it. <laughs> and we just needed a, a moment. We thought we were ready to be back. But we just needed a moment. And, but we're here. We're here. It's April. I feel like 2022 just started. It, yeah. But we're here. And we hope you guys had a wonderful Easter. Can't believe it's already been Easter. Before you know, it's going to be Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> just Don't go. wish the whole summer away. <laughs> <laughs> but without further ado, we are back and ready. And we're, this week, we're going to talk about how toxic relationships can affect your mental health. So grab a snack, get comfortable, and let's get into it. One of the most critical choices a person can make is with whom to be in a relationship. The second most critical is with whom not to be in a relationship. Your mental health needs to be a priority, and it's important to pay attention to the things that take a toll on it. Since we as humans are social, it's no surprise that our human relationships are heavily linked to overall happiness and mental well-being. In fact, a study found that the overall quality of social relationships is a strong risk factor for major depression. Therefore, toxic people and relationships are one of the main things that can impact your mental health. How do you define something or someone that's toxic? A toxic person or a relationship is typically described as one that makes you feel unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, or attacked. A toxic relationship will often make you feel worse in general or about yourself. And on the other hand, a healthy relationship will make you feel better, more secure, and overall joyful. Toxic people can leave you feeling down, are able to suck the energy right out of you and can even mess with your ability to create new bonds long term. But how do you spot the signs of a toxic relationship? The most obvious ones are verbal abuse, any type of physical aggression, reluctance to set boundaries, emotional abuse, and overall lack of support. However, the signs might be a little less obvious sometimes. For example, negative relationships are likely to make you feel like you're in a constant state of stress. And honestly, it's not fun to be in a toxic relationship because your energy is being drained rather than refueled. So because we've all experienced a toxic relationship or two or 10, (laughs) you know, today we're diving deep into how toxic relationships affect mental health. Plus, we're going to give you guys a few tips on how to handle these negative relationships moving forward. When you're constantly in a negative environment, suffering from stress and emotional abuse, you might put a wall between you and everyone else. There may be times you're preoccupied with drama in the toxic relationship, too upset to spend time with others, or simply drained and just not feeling up to it at all. Toxic relationships take up a lot of mental space, which is a limited resource. If you feel bad, you won't be in the mood to protect and invest in your existing bonds. This isolation actually makes everything worse. Disconnecting from others will lead to more anxiety and extreme loneliness. Right, and toxicity sends your mind into a negative spiral. 
You carry the weight of toxic relationships everywhere you go, and that negative energy is tough to shake off and can impact you throughout the entire day. Being in a negative state of mind will make you view the world generally from more of a negative perspective, and you're also exposing yourself to consistent negative headspace trauma. Even after you have dissolved the relationship with a toxic person, there's already a blot on your general outlook on life. At the beginning of the relationship, there were feelings of joy, happiness, optimism, and trust. These were soon replaced with fear, anxiety, guilt, loneliness, distrust, and even depression. Even when you leave the situation, you still carry these feelings along with you and suffer emotional distress even when there are more positive things for you to look forward to. And it's common to remove yourself from circles of friends, distant yourself from your loved ones, and even stop engaging in activities that you previously enjoyed. Psychological trauma is not easy to let go of, and even after leaving the toxic relationship, you will need a lot of time to get over it. Bad situations may leave us with negative experiences, and consequently the wrong lessons about something that could have otherwise turned into a beautiful thing. If you've been in toxic relationships, you're more likely to be guarded when you're around other people. You will get too scared of loosening up, thinking that the situation might turn out like the one you've just left. Anyone who's been in a toxic relationship will start finding different reasons to sabotage future relationships by trying to find the smallest mistake so they can leave. Also, if you're wondering, can toxic relationships cause PTSD? Yes, they absolutely can. If you had to endure an environment where physical and emotional abuse was normal, one of the effects you may have to deal with is PTSD. You can't overcome this condition on your own, and you will have to rely on external sources such as a therapist or a counselor to help you get through it. A toxic person might constantly put you, your actions, and your feelings down. Eventually, you might start putting yourself down too. And being treated poorly leads to a poor relationship with yourself. And suddenly, you may experience less confidence in your abilities, your dreams, and your instincts. Inner strength is so important to cultivate and protect. If toxic relationships put your inner strength and security at risk, it's time to let it go, girl. Toxic relationships will also have you telling yourself, this is all you've got and all you're going to get regardless of where you go. Toxic relationships make you believe that you don't deserve better and can never get better. In most cases, the negative person is someone you once trusted and loved. So being in a toxic relationship ruins the impression you had of what a positive relationship should look like. If you go through something often enough, the feelings become something familiar. As a result, you keep getting attracted to those relationships because that's what you can identify with. If you stay in a toxic relationship too long, you won't be able to tell the difference between a healthy relationship and a toxic relationship. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but peace looks like boredom to people who grew up in chaos. And I know from my personal experience that I was surrounded by arguing and divorce as a child. And as I got older, my own personal relationships were toxic because I thought that was normal. So keep that in mind, people. Toxic relationships create mental strain and stress. Our emotions and nervous systems can only handle so much. A study found that toxic relationships increased anxiety and stress disorders, while healthy relationships decreased anxiety and stress disorders. It's crucial to spot the early signs and symptoms of a toxic relationship related to anxiety 
and stress. And generally, we do talk about toxic relationships, like romantic relationships. Yeah. But these can be toxic friendships and family relationships as well. Sometimes family is worse, honestly. Toxicity and negativity feed off of each other. Misery loves company. Mm, That's the best way to put it. Negative emotions are capable of tearing down your more healthy habits. If you feel bad because of a toxic person in your life, you might stop taking proper care of yourself. This includes neglecting your self-care routine, sleep habits, workout schedule, or even personal hygiene. And I know this from personal experience in the past when I've battled depression. It's very hard for me to make myself go to the gym, which is something I love normally. And sometimes it's, some people find it hard to just get up out of the bed, right, off the sofa, to even like shower or get brush dressed. their teeth. And even those little things, we don't think about those being self-care habits, mm-hmm. but they, they, they are. They are. So proper sleep and exercise routine and healthy diet all impact your mental health and overall wellness. Knowing how to cope and practice self-care is key when dealing with negative relationships and emotional abuse. And being in a constant fight or flight mode can trigger health conditions as well. Okay, even though this episode is about how toxic relationships can affect mental health, they can have a harmful impact on your physical health as well. And those two, they're mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. Mental and physical, they go hand in hand. Experts have concluded that toxic relationships can lead to an increased risk of developing heart problems, higher blood pressure, and blood sugar levels, and even a weakened immune system. This is because of the constant stress your body is under and put through when you're in fight or flight mode, which is a state that's very common when around toxic people. So we've got a couple physical side effects that people can experience when dealing with toxic people. The first is chronic stress, obviously. Unhealthy relationships can become a source of chronic stress. A 2003 study published in the Physiology and Behavior Journal showed that unhappily married couples are worse off in terms of general health than their unmarried counterparts. Likewise, a 2005 study showed that this stress can spill over into the rest of your life, including your career. Mm. The researchers measured that the cortisol levels and blood pressure of 105 middle-aged people of both sexes and found that those dealing with marital strain had higher levels of cortisol in the morning and higher blood pressure in the middle of the workday. If your relationship is causing you chronic stress, the best way to address it is as a couple. Of course, to engage in a productive conversation, you may first need to take a break and practice self-care. You can turn to natural stress relief options such as baths, essential oils, and skincare, or rely on family and friends for an objective perspective and comforting words. Even if your partner is not open to the idea of couples counseling, you can still benefit from going to a few sessions even if it's by yourself. The second side effect that you can generally see is increased risk of cardiovascular disease. And in case you don't know what that big long word is, it's your heart. (laughs) Okay, your heart. As you might expect, high blood pressure and cortisol levels over an extended period of time will increase your chances of developing heart disease. A long-term study that examined more than 10 thousand people for an average of 12 years showed that those in dysfunctional relationships had higher chances of developing heart problems. 
And another 2007 study monitored the health of 9,000 men and women and found that those who reported having adverse relationships had 34% of a higher risk of developing cardiovascular disease, even when factoring for weight and social support. So the last episode, many moons ago, (laughs) we asked a question. That question was, if you had just ended a relationship with a toxic person and became attracted to that person's friend, is the friend off limits? Why or why not? We got some various answers all across the spectrum. Yep. So the few answers that I received, someone said, I think it would take a room full of adults to make it harmonious. I guess it depends on how close the, the ex and the friend are. Another person said it depends on how toxic and if the feelings toward the friend are just sexual, it might not be worth it either way. And then someone said, go for it. You have nothing to lose. A lot of answers that way. So yeah, I had the the responses I got were all different. So I had a guy say, that's a tough one. Um, I guess it would depend, depend on how close the friendship was or what the or he said it depends on what how strong the connection is between you and the friend, right? right? And I guess how long-term the other relationship was. Right. Um, I had a woman reply saying, no, absolutely not. I don't go after best friends. Um, and then I had another girl say, uh, hell yeah, go shoot for it. Shoot your shot. So shoot your shot. Um, how do you feel? Because I can tell you kind of how I feel. So this is tough. <laughs> it is a tough one. It I'll is. give you that. And it it does depend, I guess, on the connection. But for me, off the dome with no other details, I don't go after the best friend. It's, we don't homie hop around Yeah, here. it's very weird to me. In my opinion, one, I feel like the friend is off limits. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, think about this. Two, two-parter. That, the person that you just got out of the relationship with is hanging out with this person. They probably have some things in common if they're friends. Mm -hmm. Let's just keep it real. So that person might be toxic too. And second, if the best friend is building a connection with you, how good of a friend are they? Mm -hmm. So you got to think that about, keep that in the back of your mind too. And I'm with that where if I'm with someone, there's not even like a chance for a connection to be built with the best friend. So I don't really understand how you got in this situation. Maybe after they broke up. Maybe. But like you I said, like that's what I'm how good with. of a friend is the guy? Right. You know, I'm, yeah. it's just not my thing, but my more thing. power to you if it Shoot is. Shoot your shot if it is. Is it like, is it an acquaintance, like a work friend? Right. <laughs> or are they like besties? I mean, if you need to go Kobe on them, do you. Do you. <laughs> We're back. So how do you mentally handle the aftermath of a toxic relationship and prevent them in the future? Well, we're going to tell you. First, we're going to start with how to take care of yourself after exiting the relationship. Number one, surround yourself with positive people. Number two, maintain a good and constant support group. Practice self-care, whether this is exercise, reading a good book, taking a bath, or buying yourself a gift. Retail therapy helps people. Mm. Okay. I don't care who you are. Number four, don't allow feelings of regret or self-doubt to manifest on a regular basis. Take time for yourself before you dive back into another relationship. Do not rebound. That's the worst thing you can do. Number six, talk about your feelings. Seek professional help if necessary. 
And do not be afraid of sharing your story or feeling shame for what you experienced. Make new friends. And lastly, do not victimize yourself, but instead view yourself as a strong individual. Accept the situation and seek help. It's okay. Like we've said, everyone needs help every once in a while. So first, practice self-awareness and discernment. What are the signs you're in a toxic relationship? How does that toxic person make you feel? Could your behavior also be engaged in a toxic pattern? These are the questions you have to ask yourself in order to fully accept the situation. Are you able to recognize that you're stuck in a negative relationship and that it's time to seek help? Start by looking for support from your family members, your friends, or your confidants. Also, really consider going to therapy to get help with processing the trauma and emotional abuse that you've gone through. One of the most important questions you can ask is how did it get here? Right. Like all relationships don't just start toxic. Mm -hmm. So recognize the red flags and take them from there. Next, tell the other party in the toxic relationship how you feel. People don't like to talk about their feelings. I think more people need to. Yeah. It's okay. Everybody has them. So if you notice a negative shift in a relationship and it's going towards the toxic end of the spectrum, we're going to need you to voice your concerns with your partner immediately. Okay? This is the only way to work things out. Speak your truth in a respectful and calm manner, explaining what behaviors are hurting you, and do not attack the other person. You are trying to reverse toxic relationships, not get caught up in a negative dynamic. And if the toxic person is your current partner, think about attending couples therapy and assess the situation and act accordingly. And this is super important. Set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Say it again. Set boundaries, both for yourself and for toxic people. Boundaries are the key to protecting your mental health. That's why it's so important to know how to set them. They set the stage for mutual respect and honest communication. By establishing boundaries with a toxic person, you're setting a strict limit for their behavior. Draw the line between what you will tolerate and what you will not let pass, but also set boundaries for yourself. If you've decided not to have any more contact with a toxic person, respect your own limits and don't be tempted to resume your relationship with them. Okay, I'm going to need you to repeat that last sentence and I'll tell you why. If you've decided not to have any more contact with a toxic person, respect your own limits and don't be tempted to resume your relationship with them. Guys, I think all of us, men and women, have been guilty of this in one way or another where we're, we're done. We're telling our friends, we're done. This is it. This is it. You're telling your person that you're done. It's over. And then two days later, the same day, two weeks, whatever, however much time has to pass, you're back with them. If you're going to set a boundary, if you're going to end the relationship, whatever that looks like, stand on it. Please respect yourself enough. Once you get to that point, no, but don't be the, the wolf, that the boy that cries wolf. The wolf that cries boy. The whatever, the word, whatever the saying is. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. I actually the other day read a quote that I loved related to what you just said. And it said that every time that you say and tell yourself that you're going to do something and you do not do it, you're training your brain not to follow through with things. Mm. And that is absolutely 100% the truth. Absolutely. The next thing you have to do 
is forgive, learn, and grow from it. Holding grudges doesn't feel good and will only hurt you even further. Hate and resentment will create more negative emotions and transform you into a very bitter person. The best plan of action is to forgive and let go of that toxic person. Make amends with the past trauma. Forgiveness doesn't mean you forget what happened or try to bury it, but allow yourself to mourn the relationship, reflect on it, and look at it as a lesson for how relationships can become unhealthy. When you hold resentment in your heart, that hurts nobody but you. And sometimes you have to accept an apology that you never received in the first place. Mm, You just have to say, okay, it is what it is. I'm going to forgive this person. Even if they never acknowledge what they did to me, I still have to forgive them and move on because forgiveness is for yourself. It's not for that other person. Mm. And next, look for stress reduction practices. It's very helpful. Handling toxic relationships takes a toll on your mental health. So it's important to have a solid self-care routine with stress reduction practices in it. A few of our favorites, right? Meditation, yoga, like Mackenzie said, baths, gratitude journals, any form of exercise, and our personal favorite, listening to music. (sighs) Therapy. Mm -hmm. And retail therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite. Be ready to walk away from the situation. Once you get to the point where you're ready to walk away, you have to be you have to be ready and do it. Sometimes things don't work out. No matter how hard we try or we want them to, we have to recognize when we might be fighting for a lost cause and find a way out. It can be emotional and it can lead to severe guilt depending on the situation. But in the end, you will look back and thank yourself for breaking free of a toxic relationship. It only gets better from here. It's important to know that it is normal for individuals to become tangled in self-blame and then you start to remember the good times, but you forget the name-calling, the manipulation, and the control and isolation. It's important to keep in mind that you left the relationship for a reason because you were being treated poorly. And regardless of the kind words, romantic gestures, or strong chemistry your partner provided, your partner also left you broken and emotionally traumatized. Self-blame is a defense mechanism we often use to cover up our internal battle wounds, but we must recognize that self-blame is a form of toxicity all by itself. Right. That's a symptom of being in a toxic relationship. Oh, I could have done this better. I could have tried harder. Maybe they're right. Maybe it is me. Or maybe it's... You can come up with anything. Your brain will tell you anything. Don't listen to it. And lastly, guys, do not allow the person to keep a piece of your heart forever. Okay, you hear these things, I'll always love you. mm No, you can have love for someone and allow them not to keep that part of you. Right. After every heartbreak, you leave a piece of you with that other person. And you may not ever get that piece of you back. Over time, that emptiness will heal and you can fill it with joy, even though experiences, memories, thoughts, emotions, tears, and laughter may always be left with that past individual. This is human experience and the journey to find true love. Loving yourself is the most important step in a relationship and the most important step after leaving a relationship. Remember to stay true to who you are and always check in to make sure you are emotionally and mentally healing from your past trauma. All right, guys, before we wrap up, we got a question for you. 
Okay, and you can answer this question on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, on Spotify itself. We want to know your answer. So the question for this week, if we were to interview your exes, what would they say about you? (laughs) We will also be sharing our personal feedback (laughs) as well. Mine are still in love with me. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But for real, let us know. And we ask these questions to open up a dialogue between us and our listeners because we're all human and we surprisingly have probably shared similar experiences. So let us know the answer to that question. And that is all we have for this week's episode. We hope you have learned a few tips for handling negative or toxic relationships and the signs of what a toxic person and or relationship might look like and how to put yourself first. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at co.signpodcast. And as always, we will see you next week. Bye. Oh my God. 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 Oh my God.